0: Last time, our heroes descended into the deep caves behind the Mashag Ogre Mound with the blessing of the Biclops, the two-eyed leader of the one-eyed ogre tribe. There, they found and defeated an acidic slime creature which dissolves its food, but the legend seemed to exaggerate the danger. What is really going on down here? It's time to find out because we're queuing up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons
1: there is a dead troll in the uh blocking the there's a passage that goes the other way and he could he could be jello too now, the other one was, like, up straight, kind of, like, not laying down all the way, but...
0: Right.
2: I'd like to then... I don't want to step within its range. I'm going to pull out my rapier and just be holding it out in front of me, like, whipping it back and forth above the troll and around the troll and just seeing if there's any any slimes around it.
0: Make an attack roll. Okay.
2: Okay. Uh, that is with my rapier. Is it going to be with disadvantage? No. Okay. How about a natural twenty for a twenty-eight? Yeah, there's nothing there. <laughs> um, all right. After that, that, that scare us. <laughs> <laughs> she's D&D reaching out. She's troll. poking. She's like,
0: I'm not sure. It's out here somewhere. There's nothing there.
2: <laughs> all right. I'll step closer and 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 give the the troll a look over.
0: Roll a medicine check. Ooh, okay, uh, I got
2: none. Hey, I still rolled a nineteen, though no pluses.
0: Troll's definitely dead. Dis- disfigured is the wrong word, but wrong. Like the, the 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 form is not trollish the way you're used to seeing it. It's got uh, its skin has this weird bubbly texture to it. It's got a lot of a lot of trolls are green just by nature but this one has like a greenish tint to him that's almost sickly and um, the way that is his appendages get sort of necrotic and black looking are it's, it's, it's very it's very unnatural looking what happened to whatever this you know whatever it is that happened to this cat you go poking around a little bit, and you realize that he has like on the on the bubbly bits, where his skin is like really misshapen and and and, and mutated. Gross. It tends to, when you mess with it, it, it leaks this greenish fluid that um, you're able on a 19. You're able to quickly determine is poison.
2: Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't physically touch him or anything like that. I just kind of like poked at him a little bit. Yeah,
0: you, you take no damage. You just learn that this creature is mutated in some strange way and seems to exude a poisonous substance.
2: Interesting. I'll relate that to Butch and Ari, and then take it wide around him. It's like, all right. Um, I mean, I think that's all that's here in this room. We should, uh, we can head on and see what's what's beyond this room.
1: I mean, what kind of poison? And it it was that Ari, cube? you want to lick it?
3: I think I think I'm good on this one.
1: I mean, is it the same thing? Did the, did the cube do this?
2: I don't know. I, I it's it's weird. I mean, looking. I mean, the undead's one thing that was inside of the cube. I would think that the cube would have eaten and dissolved this troll, considering like the pile of bones and and and. Uh, Armor and such that's in the middle of the room. Um, It's kind of odd that it didn't. It's just weird. It's just odd.
1: Didn't eat this whole other thing over here. Maybe because she's undead already. But is it the same? It is. Like, would that have happened to you if it actually it it didn't touch any of us? Um, Now I see a pile of slime over here. And I see poison over there. Does this slime cause that poison? All I could possibly do is a medicine check, and I got—I mean.
0: You can tell that the substances are different. Um, You can—yeah, you can roll a medicine check and see if you can determine whether or not being in the cube would cause this condition. But you can see on the surface— yeah, all you can see is that the gloop that was left behind is a different substance than what is um what is on this creature.
1: What Ari licked. So well, Ari licked it, everything should be fine. Never mind.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude just just leave it, don't touch it.
1: Come on, little buddy. With it with the globe and uh I start marching towards the uh I mean, I rolled a one, dude. I, I yeah. start marching towards the uh, exit um, as if everything is a-okay.
0: Okay. You guys start to follow this path, and its it doesn't take long, first of all, for the walls to start to become dull and covered in various molds and mushrooms and things like that, the sort of stuff that you would expect to find on cave walls. The dripping sound that you heard in the distance back the other way you start to be able to hear it again and you you find that the pathway begins to curve slightly to to the left and starts to ascend slightly you eventually reach a point where you've, you've kind of met into an intersection that could go further in the direction that you're going where you've twisted and you've started to go like, so if you're walking across this room to the right, you've bent and you're starting to go toward the left again. Um, but there's also a junction where you could turn um, and go uh, to the to your right. Um, what you end up seeing is, in one direction, you can start to vaguely, vaguely hear the noises of voices again like you heard in the previous pathway and in the other direction there's a watery sound like the dripping but it also sounds like there's a little bit of actually moving water happening and there's also a smell um, like a rank kind of um, like a stagnant water smell
1: there's moving water and stagnant Mm -hmm. water in their voices can we we tell what kind of
2: voices I mean ogres
1: do sound a certain kind of
2: way
0: yeah for sure Go ahead, and make a uh, perception check.
2: Can you explain the the shape of the pathway again? So we're we're heading out the east side of this room right now, and you said it's starting to curve back to the.
0: Yeah, it's it's headed sort of westerly, um, and then there's a break that goes north.
2: Okay, so it splits again, and the left hand side sounds like the voices we heard previously. So that's making the assumption that it's looping back on itself. And the right-hand way goes up. Yeah. Uh, Do you guys want to check to the left and and see where the voices are coming from? Uh, uh, It sounds like this this is heading back the way we came. So that's that other pathway that we didn't check before, if we want to head that way.
1: Well, I rolled nine on perception for the voices.
0: The voice is deep and gravelly, but it's echoing across the walls in such a way that makes it so that you can't tell what language is being spoke, or how many voices are present. Really, the only thing you get is <laughs> and that's distant.
3: Ari, what are you thinking? Have we seen any purple flowers yet? No. Yes, yeah, so we, we need to continue
2: exploring to find where the purple flowers are and to ensure that we have killed all the... um.
3: We're gonna, yeah, slimes. We're gonna have to come back to the ogres anyway. I feel it's best to clear out before we proceed forward. So we we are assuming that this is a loop. If we go left, so I would say we follow the loop towards the voices, and then we can come back out and up. That way, if we have to make a quick escape from whatever that drippy sound is, we know that this path is cleared completely.
2: Yeah, that makes sense to me.
0: Okay,
3: you guys, put
2: you on board with that. Yeah, heading back towards like the loop. Okay, if, if so, then I'll take take point again on on the edge of the uh, light globe.
0: Okay, you guys make your way what you figure is probably westerly, and you eventually come to another intersection. Um, one where you could turn to go south and you see in the distance the walls start to get really smooth and shiny and cleaned out and you go "All right, well that's what it looked like before we went into the cube room down that way. Yes. So the other path here is where the voices are getting louder. So you're right, you did find you essentially found a loop.
2: Cool, then uh, uh, wait for them to catch up and point in the direction of where the voices would be coming from now. And then continue on in our current fashion, I would think.
0: Yep. Alright. You move forward and you do a couple of more turns and, and twists and you know the, the, the pathway is not straight and narrow and smooth. Uh, but eventually you do find a section where there like the pathway starts to glow almost with this bright purple coloring. And you're like, oh, okay, all right, maybe we're making progress here. The pathway continues in front of you and then has a hard dog leg to one side. And from the other side of the, like from around the curve is where you can hear what sounds like multiple people talking. Um, The sound is louder, but it isn't really clearer. Um, It sounds jumbled. It sounds garbled. It doesn't make any sense.
1: That sounds like a magic thing to me. Uh,
2: perhaps I have some player thoughts, but as far as character thoughts go, uh, yeah. So I'm going to, so this is purple glow. Can we start to see if there's flowers here?
0: As you go into this room, you can tell that it, like I say, it, it curves around to one side. And as you go deeper, you can see. All of the section that I'm, but you can see on the map here where it's starting to. You get you like those big purple circles, dozens, maybe hundreds of blooms of a bright purple flower. That it smells sweet. It's it smells like it's everything about it is pleasant. And as you're walking around in here, you know you feel like, I don't know, like your perception is just clear and clean. Like you just you feel like you're taking everything in sharply in a way that you tend not to. You've seen them in person before, so you know for sure these are Ibright, uh flowers. Uh, the thickest patch of them um, and the biggest, most healthiest looking ones are a little deeper into the path from where you are now, but you can see that there are a bunch of them here.
2: All right, I'm going to stealthily come up to the corner here and come as soon as I can try to see around the corner and see what's what's there.
1: I do have a question as you're doing this. Now, you say they are bright. Are they glowing bright?
0: Each individual one glows a tiny, tiny, tiny little bit. But because there's so many of them, the space is actually decently lit.
1: Here's the deal. I'm, I'm thinking about my brightest daylight globe.
0: Well, the daylight globe is much brighter than these plants.
1: Right, 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 right. But if we're sneaking up, we won't be sneaking up. But if I turn it off, we have, We can see. We'd have to wait for a long rest to be able to use it again.
2: To uh, use it true. at daylight, but we can still use it at a smaller light range. That's true. Okay. Um, how far can you leave it behind us if you leave it at the doorway? It follows me.
1: I wouldn't want to take it around that corner. So right. I, I would, I would just put it in, 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 into my pocket.
2: Ooh. I wonder if you could just like put it in, in, in a dark bag, still at full daylight and just put it in your backpack and just have like the lights, like shining out of the top of it. Like the suitcase in, in, um, what movie was that? Pulp Quentin Fiction. Tarantino. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Just like put it in your backpack like that at full brightness can we just pull it back out again later?
1: Uh, I, th- I think we, we, I got one charge in full brightness. I mean, we're playing a game. It's a game with rules and stuff. It says you get one charge of, of daylight. and
0: Yeah, but it lasts an hour. Like if you shove it in a backpack and it's still turned on, you do that?
1: Yeah. Okay, I will do that. I will shove it into my bag so um, it doesn't look like daylight. As Falkus, who has dark vision, is going into this place with... Um, uh glowing flowers, and we do have some vision in here without mm-hmm. okay, sorry, I listen if we're gonna s- sneak attack or something, th- this is you know, so uh please focus, do go ahead,
0: sure, uh focus, roll a stealth check,
2: sure, good thing I still have advantage from those uh raptor dogs. And I rolled as I scroll down a sixteen.
0: Okay. Um on a sixteen, you are you're not being awesomely stealthy, but you don't have to be very, very quiet to avoid being heard because the noise coming around from around the corner is it's jarbled and, and almost abrasive to your ears. As you peek around, you see the form of a ogre. And then as you like as your eyes start to adjust to the dimmer light, you realize oh, that's a couple of ogres. Oh no, that's one creature that is a a pile of ogres. It's, it's like
2: millions of ogres.
0: It's like if it's yeah, it's like if one ogre could be millions of ogres. It's, it's like an it's ogre It's a
2: melted ogre pile.
0: Yeah, it looks like if it looks like if seven ogres were you know put together by somebody who had all the wrong colors mixed together in a uh, a creepy crawly what was that called? The, the 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 uh easy bake oven for boys, the um <laughs> the creepy crawler creepy factory, creepy crawlers, yeah, but like all the colors myself. mixed together to make one scorpion and it didn't look right, it just looked like a brown mess. You see one of those as you round the corner, I think it,
2: think like facey the mount from Legion
0: yeah it's got like five faces and seven legs and sixteen tongues and it's just like it looks like a slime was a was a was a bunch of people and all the mouths are all talking to each other and then as you like take a look down into the deepest section of the cave you see that there's a whole nother pile of them the two of them and the tw- like fifteen of them or however you want to count them are all garbling at each other and they don't see you but they're clearly like they're going to if you walk up and take what they're sitting right next to Um, the ones that are not the the mouths on them that are not going are like chewing on these flowers
2: I'm going to do like that thing like uh, in my head it's that baby that runs into the room and goes oh turns around and runs back out uh, except for it's (laughs) going to be like it's going to be like the sneaking around the corner peek and go oh dang and just re- just reverse step like don't even turn around just just reverse step back away and get back to the group here and report what I just saw and it's gonna be it's gonna be like <laughs> big 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 ogre ogre slop lots of bows and and eyes and talking and just just I've never seen anything like this before. I've seen some crap. Holy crap.
1: Oh! Oh! Uh, uh, so, uh, we just got shown a picture of what this looks like, and, um, I don't know where you found this, or if you drew it. Internet? That's...
0: Yeah, I drew something. Yeah. That sounds like me.
1: That's one of the more disgusting cartoon... Oh, there's, like... Mouths and teeth coming out of it, and it's like it looks like a giant booger with eyes and tongues and teeth and eyes. Oh, the teeth make it so much worse. Okay, so you have told us, God, okay. Um, oh, all I had to do was click away from it, thank goodness. Um, and there's and there's two of these things, yeah. Okay, so Falkus tells us about this, and and I say, well, 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 Falkus, I'm not, you know, interested right right now in a girlfriend, but you you can go on ahead. You, you, you seen him first, so you know you you, you can lay down any lines you, you want. But uh, I, I'm okay being single. But you you can have both of them if you want.
2: What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll just just se- seems like you're top a lady. That's all.
2: Uh, um. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: uh, I'm gonna get behind. I'm gonna get behind Butch and push Butch towards the. Open. He's like, no, you. You go get him there, uh, big boy.
1: Honey, they're gonna hear me coming. They're gonna hear me coming. It's fine. Uh, guys, uh, f- for real, uh, this is... we turn a corner, and uh, we've got advantage on stealth right now because of those uh, tasty sausages I can now cook. And I think we can do a good old surprise attack on these things because if... I'm going to go back to character. Listen, if... Uh, if these things ain't dead, I promise you they want to die. i be screaming. Kill me! Kill me! I think we, we need to do some mercy killing over here. Um, yep, just about. But I bet we can get the jump on them.
2: Why do yep. you want me to go first? You're the one. You're with- the one with like twice the hit points and the big axe of cleaving. I got your back. So you want me to go in,
1: r- r- rushing in. Ah, and, and and jump! You've got a bow and arrow, or do we want <laughs> the most important the the s- someone who really has some power to uh, do a little magic on 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 one of them? Can't can't it? Are there any stuns?
2: All right, all right, all right. I'm gonna I'm fine, 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 fine. If you're gonna play this game, there, Butch, I'm gonna sneak back around into here, get myself into position quietly, hopefully not seen, and I'm going to fire an arrow, hopefully from an unseen position, at this one right here.
1: Well, what... what so, we should all probably kind of get in formation. I think I was pushing you forward ahead of me? Okay, so... So I, I sneak around, you know, because I, I want to get into where the action is, too. Like, we're all in this together, right? You know? And I am... Big, but I have small feet and my little boot shoes (laughs) and I have advantage on stealth and Ari's right next to me and uh we are I I think we're in formation and whenever Falkus is ready we can get the jump
0: okay Let's go ahead and get stealths from Butch and Ari. We already have one from Falcus.
1: 14. 18.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, so um, you guys are going to be fine sneaking up on these creatures. Not a big deal. You, you're, you're, you're channeling the essence of the clever girl, and you are able to sneak quietly around the corner. you got eyes on these creepy creatures. Um, let's go ahead and roll our um, initiatives. And we're going to get that surprise round going because you're definitely getting the drop on these things.
3: Ari rolled a 15. I thought I was an okay roll. And then here come Butch and Falkus. Falkus with a 24. Butch with a 23.
0: Mm -hmm. 24 beats a 23. Um, If everybody's in position, you guys can start. What do you want to do?
2: All right. Surprise round. Does that give us advantage on attacks or?
0: Uh, You do have advantage on the attack. Yeah.
2: All right. Cool. Which, because if I'm going to be attacking...
0: You're, you are hidden, so...
2: Right, okay. So if I'm going to be attacking, my longbow cancels each other out with disadvantage.
0: Yeah, so normal attack.
2: Perfect. Alright, here comes the longbow attack. Um, as I'm facing the right... Mm-hmm. It's my, my my player left, but character right to bring him out there. Alright, here we go. Uh, it is a 25 to hit.
0: Yeah, 25 hits
2: for 10 piercing damage and six sneak attack. And I am definitely going to throw a grasping arrow onto him. Okay. So that's going to be 2d6 poison damage, which was a horrible, horrible one plus one for two. Ooh. That was a bad one, except for the fact that now he's grasped. And um, so if he moves more than one foot on his turn, he takes another 2d6 damage.
0: Okay. Then Is there anything else on your turn?
2: I will leave it at that.
0: Okay. Butch, you're up.
2: Right. Well,
1: I am going to go charging in, and I'm not <clears throat> trying to yell or anything, But although we do have uh, the, the snake on them. And I just take a deep breath and go running. And since I can go 40 feet and <laughs> not 30 feet, I can... Get into um, range of the first one. This of uh, the glimmering mouther. Oh, even the name is awful. This is gross, Casey. Oh.
0: This character's been in the Dungeon Master's Guide for a thousand years.
1: Oh, yeah. I was a worse DM. Okay, so um, I'm going to take my cleaving axe. And I'm going to try to smack some of the mouths off of it. <laughs> and with a 10.
0: A 10 hits.
1: A 10 hits.
0: Yeah. You get big, advantage though, don't slow, you? gloopy nonsense monster.
1: Oh, I, I did not. Why would
3: I get advantage? I thought we were sneak attacking. Oh, no. Yeah, you get advantage. He comes running in.
0: Yeah, you get oh, Okay, you get, never mind. They know they're in combat. They're still like, they don't get to act on the first round of combat because you got the drop on them. You're not, you guys, they know they're in a fight now.
3: I misunderstood when Falcus got the advantage canceled out the disadvantage. That was my foggy brain I thinking. Think, uh, I think
2: it's because I was coming, I was. I was attacking from a hidden spot, whereas Butch is running up on them. My bad there, my bad. And I've got the disadvantage from the cursed battle axe, so that's why it was canceled out. A 15 slashing.
0: Okay.
1: And then a 23 to hit for my next attack. Yeah. Okay, and I am going to uh, do 10 slashing. And while I'm here, I will take a bonus action which is my very last rage and I will pop rage. Okay.
0: Alright. You go raging. Um, you come running in and you slash and slash on this thing. And as you get into position and you start attacking it occurs to you you realize as you're standing next to it that if there's this weird effect that the creature has. You're not standing on the creature. You're standing on solid ground, but the ground's not very solid around it. I don't know. It's weird. I
1: don't like that.
0: Um, You can move back if you want to, if you have any more movement. You're also, because you're so close to it, it's going... And it's... It's it's getting in your head a little bit. Like You're not in love with this feeling.
1: I definitely used all my All 40 feet. I definitely used all 40 feet of my movement, and uh, so I don't know. Maybe I'm standing in quicksand with um, some kind of um, ASMR kind of slobber in my ears, and I don't
3: like it. That's my turn.
0: All right. Uh, The next turn is going to be Ari. What do you want to do?
3: I'm going to move up here, so I'm in a little bit better position, and I'm going to cast a first level Dissident Whispers on this Gibbering Mousher. Words. Huh. I'm going to cast a first level Dissident Whispers on this Gibbering Mouther by Butch. So it needs to make a 16 Wisdom saving throw.
0: Okay, Wisdom save for the Gibbering Mouther. Five.
3: Perfect. So I am going to turn and look at it and said. I reached my limit the minute we walked into this place. You're a disgrace. You thought you came prepared, but now it's time for you to run away scared. And it is going to take 10 psychic damage and it has to use its reaction to move its speed away from me, which hopefully in turn means away from Butch.
0: Uh, Yes, it would. It would move. This will put it up against the wall and then it'll continue further down the wall.
1: Doesn't it have a, th- a thing on it from Falcus, Like a
2: net on it?
0: Yes, it does. So as soon as it starts to move, it suffers damage?
2: Yep. Alright, so here's the Grasping Arrow. Look at us finally, like, making uh, moves together. Synergy. Hey. Yeah, right? Synergies. Uh, almost full damage. 11 on that uh, slashing for the Grasping Arrow. Okay. But you would get a cool- an attack of opportunity, too, if it's still not dead.
0: Yes.
1: I would get attack of opportunity.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. The thorns rip apart part of its, like, slimy, gross, melted form. It's screaming. (laughs) And then uh, an axe happens.
1: I rolled an 18.
0: Yep, that'll hit.
1: And I have done 12 slashing damage.
0: You have done 12 slashing damage. The thing peels apart behind the weight of your axe. The only thing wrong with this strike is that it's too far away from the other one for the cleave to take effect. But aside mm-hmm. from that, you ruin this thing's day. One round of combat, you guys got the jump on these things and just melted them. Falkus, it's your turn.
2: Alright, cool. Um, since this one, the other one is kind of a little bit further behind the wall, I would think. It is or isn't. It's fine. I'm going to move just over to this side of Ari and I have plenty clear line of sight to pull up an arrow and shoot at it. Longbow arrow incoming. Fire. Does a 14 hit.
0: Yeah. 14 hits.
2: Cool. He gets 9 piercing damage and oh, what the hey let's action surge it and throw another arrow into it. Does a 15 hit. Yes. 13 piercing more damage.
0: Okay. Pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, Butch, I need you to roll a wisdom saving throw for me. The noise of these things, being as close as you are to it, it's just... Oh, man. You're having a hard time focusing.
1: Um, Rage doesn't really help me with wisdom saving throws. I'm afraid throws. not. No, it doesn't. Um, I roll an 11.
0: That's actually enough. Um, You needed to beat a 10. This is a okay. relatively low uh, low level creature. On the ten, you shake it off, and you're like, "No, I'm 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 focused. I'm fine." What would you like to do on your turn?
1: Okay, um, I shake it off. That's that's good news. Well, I I see another one of these unnatural monstrosities, and I just feel sorry for it. It's disgusting, and it needs. I, I just think of all the ogres that melted to make this Dr. Thoreau situation that 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 we're seeing and I, I, I you know I just feel terrible for him so it has to die I um, come right up to it probably doesn't feel very good and I'm going to use the Great Axe of Cleaving
0: for 12 yep 12 hits
1: 13 damage. And then I'll do my extra thing for a 23. Six damage.
0: I didn't know you could roll a six. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's weird. It, how is that possible?
0: Uh, it's a d12 plus three. Yeah, you can totally roll a six.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. It's just a bad um, roll. That's all. It just, I was just thinking for, for hit, I have plus six, um, but not for, for damage.
0: Oh, you're, you're raging. So you get an extra four on top of that total.
1: I do. Thank you. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah. That's, that's one of the bad things about this, um, about, about this program. It doesn't like take into account that you're raging. Imagine what pen and paper, how hard it would be with pen and paper. (laughs) so oh I do have I don't want to touch this thing but I I I can do quaking palm but you you know what I'm not I'm not gonna on purpose touch this thing so um that's that's, uh, that that's me
0: alright do you do any more movement
1: no I am not going to give it any kind of opportunity attack.
0: Okay. Ari, you're up.
3: So I have a, a quick question. Is this the back of the cave here, and this is just like an extra bit of the map? Or yeah. is this the back of the cage?
0: Uh, Yeah. I mean, the, the rest of the space there exists. Yeah.
3: Okay. So I am going to... We're going to do vicious mockery. Um. So I will... Oh, wait, never mind. I did wrong. Well, it needs to do a wisdom save. And then if it does that, it did do that. Um, that nothing happens. Uh, I will turn to it and I will say. Um, I wish you the best on your quest and hope you aren't taking any or hope we aren't taking any skin off your chest. And then I'm gonna just kind of like look up at the ceiling and go, shout!
0: He's I'm all skin, in and no chest. Why would you Dang say it. that?
3: Um, so there is that, and then I'm going to Use my bonus action to cast Bardic Inspiration on Butch. So I'm going to kind of like move just a little bit closer and do that like whisper yell thing again. And be like, I might be quirky and overly flirty, but I'm the one you need on your side, especially in a pinch. So here is something to help make it so you don't flinch. And I'm going to give you Bardic Inspiration.
0: I love it. All right, man, you are...
3: Awesome as
2: always.
0: ...lessly inspired.
1: Sometimes I I like your um, fails better.
3: (laughs) They're more fun to come up with.
2: Yeah, do a slant rhyme.
0: (laughs) (laughs) On its turn, uh, it is going to... The first thing it's going to do is it's going to reach out with a bunch of its mouths and cast bites. Uh, Does a 16 meet your armor class, Butch?
1: Um my armor class is sixteen.
0: Then yes, it does.
1: Okay, what kind of um, damage is it?
0: It is piercing damage. Like a bunch of mouths come at you and they're like extend off of the cheeks and like reach and grip.
1: Um but uh you with the rage with the piercing?
0: Right. Um, the total um, damage is 18 piercing damage as a whole bunch of mouths come at you and bite down. You do reduce that to half because of your rage. So nine piercing damage on that attack. Um, I do need a strength saving throw from you.
1: I have advantage on strength saving throws. So 22.
0: Yeah, way more than enough. It does st- start to climb up like it's going to try to knock you down, but it. You, you're, a, you're a mountain. No sweat. Um, the other thing it's going to do on its turn is cast its blinding spittle. Um, one of its mouths goes and it launches uh, directly at you a blob of gloop that blows up. Um, you have to make a dexterity save. You can make that with advantage because of your danger sense.
1: 16
0: okay yeah you just in time you dodge out of the way you cover your eyes a little bit this bright flash goes off it's very bright like ari and Falcus, like are, oh wow um the risk there was uh blinding but you dodged it so we're good uh Falcus, you're up you have a pretty uh, uh injured aberration that's got like four of its mouths biting on butch what do you want to do
2: I am going to fire an arrow at it. It's like, I don't know how these things are created, but I know how to kill it. Uh, it As a 24 hit? Yeah, easily. Uh, six piercing damage.
0: Okay. Anything else on your turn?
2: Nope, that's all I got. I've used up all my tricks.
0: Okay. Butch, the ground you're standing on is weirdly... It's solid ground, but it's not solid ground. It's not quicksand. It's not... Something's wrong with it. Roll a strength save for me.
1: With advantage is 22.
0: Okay, yeah, you're not having any trouble moving despite the fact that the area around the creature seems to be really trying to make it having a hard time moving. Also, all you can hear because you're because of your 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 proximity to it is this loud. Uh, also, I need a wisdom saving throw.
1: <laughs>
0: Four. Okay on a failure you can't take reactions until the start of your next turn and we're going to roll some dice to find out what you do on this turn the voices in, in uh, around you they're almost in your head at this point they're, they're they're just messing with your soul right now roll a d8 for me two okay uh, on a one to four the creature does nothing Okay. (laughs) Okay. That's what you do, is nothing. Ari, what would you like to do on your turn?
3: Okay, I'm going to... Again, I'm going to do Vicious Mockery, so it needs to make a Wisdom Saving Throw of 16. 15. And it fails, sweet. So I'm going to turn to it, and I'm going to say... I like to catch you unprepared because you look and think I am dainty and fair, but you'll see it's quite a scandal that anything you dish out, I can handle. And it's going to take three psychic damage.
0: All right. Takes three damage. It has disadvantage on its next attack roll. And do you do anything else on your turn? Nope. That's it. Okay. On its turn, I'm going to find out if it gets its blinding spittle back.
1: Gross. It does.
0: It does. Oh roll a five my on my D six. Okay, so it's going to attack against Butch with its bites attack, but it is going to make that attack with disadvantage because of the 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 gym jams. Uh, it does roll a five, so that's not going to be any good. It's also going to spit out another chemical globule of. Uh, I need a dexterity saving throw, Butch. You can make that with advantage still because you are confused, but you are. Um, Still a barbarian with danger sense, so you get advantage on your dex saves.
1: Uh, the voices! The voices! Oh! Oh! Uh, but I rolled a natural 20.
0: Perfect. Um, you are, despite the fact that you're too confused to actually attack the creature, you do know, like almost by instinct, to dodge out of the way of brightly, color, brightly colored and, and and shiny gloops that are spat at you from monstros. Falkus, you're up.
2: All righty. We'll rinse and repeat. Longbow. Ooh, that's a great one.
0: So this is funny. Um, Your natural one, what's the total on it?
2: (laughs) My natural one is an 11.
0: Yeah, that does exceed (laughs) the monster's armor class, but natural ones always miss on attacks. So unfortunately, no dice.
2: That's all I got. (laughs) I, I fizzled out there on that one a little bit
0: butch strength save wisdom save
2: uh, Huh?
0: you're trying to work your feet out of the ground and you're trying to clear your mind of the nonsense
1: strength save is 21
0: okay wisdom
1: natural one
0: okay you are still confused it's it's not necessarily true that you're too confused to act roll a d8 for me let's find out what you do on your turn
1: oh what? why won't they stop what are they saying to me oh what what's going on guys i don't i don't know it's just five
0: okay on a five or six the creature takes no action or bonus action and uses all of its movement to move in a randomly determined direction so one is north Two is uh, east, three is south, and four is west.
1: So I'm rolling a D4. Oh, you oh, are rolling it. a D4. Yep.
0: you have to move okay. your entire movement speed south.
1: Okay. Well, well, there's a wall there.
0: Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna go down into that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. As you run away, it tries to bite against you with all of its mouths, but it does miss. It only rolls a seven. And okay. you, as you get that far away from it, the noise is still there. But because you're not next to it anymore, your head starts to clear a little bit. And you're like, all right, no, I f- I'm... Okay, maybe I got this under control.
3: Ari, you're up. I'm just gonna... I had a plan, but I don't want to do that anymore. So let's just stick with what I've been doing. Vicious mockery, so 16 wisdom save. Three. I succeed, and I'm gonna say... You should really fear the three of us here, because if you haven't heard, we are the final word. And I am going to do five psychic damage.
0: Five psychic damage. That was about half of what it had remaining, roughly. Um, so it's looking really, really bad. And also, not for nothing, the final word, kind of a cool team name. Jibbering Mowther has a movement speed of, let's see... Uh 10. So it's going to move its full movement and then take its action to try to move down toward Butch. Only because it's been eaten him this whole time and wants to continue to do so. But that is going to be the end of its turn. Falcus, what would you like to do?
2: All right. Um It's funny because like I look at the, the gibbering mouther and at times it looks like gibbering mother. <laughs> I just thought it's funny. It's like, jibbering mother here.
0: One of them know. might be a mom. I don't know. There's 12 no, ogres Call in your
2: thing. mother. Remember to call, call your, your mother. mother. You gibbering mother. All right. Uh, here's the longbow. A 14.
0: 14 hits.
2: 10 piercing.
0: Okay. What does it look like when you slay a pyre, pile of melted ogres?
2: Ooh, um,
0: look like seven G.I. Joes in the microwave. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ew, it does, though. Gosh, an arrow doesn't—you know—it's—it's—it's it's, it's not as—as as exciting as a big old battle axe coming down on them. All right, I, I would say like one of them—it it turns to look at me, and it opens its mouth to to start to gibber some more, and instead gets a and gets an arrow right to the back of the throat to the uvula, and just and then just starts to gush blood and just or slime or whatever and just. And just
0: flattens out. Okay. At this time, we have access to the flower cave. Starting to get a little later in the evening. Starting to get to be long rest territory, you're thinking. Yes. Um, at this point, you have some options. You can collect up a bunch of flowers and bring them back to the ogre mound to make peace, more peace with the ogres. You can gather up a bunch if you want them for your own personal uses and say to heck with the ogres we don't really care about them and then try to continue to move deeper into the cave to make your way toward Zulgurub or if there's any third option that you can think of you can do that as well what are you guys trying to do right now
2: Well, just uh, so I've been thinking through this whole time between turns of trying to figure out how these things came to be my guess is maybe there was the creatures down here in the first place and as each ogre came down here they just got absorbed so that's probably where like the the, the creatures started from cuz like to me I'm like thinking okay maybe the ogres were turned into these things so then what turned these things into them or the fact that like I said there was probably a creature here already that just consumed them and added them to their form
1: all right, I tell you something. There is something in this floor right now. I don't know what it is, but but my feet are kind of kind of sinking, and you I'm feel just, around, I feel
0: around actually, and that sensation is gone.
1: That is gone.
0: Yeah, it was somehow being produced by the gross creature you were fighting. It was messing with the ground in some we way. The
1: gross creature were fighting was made of people that got melted.
2: Okay. Are you starting to get melty yourself?
1: I don't know, there were some, there were some, vo- if if you start hearing voices, any of you, even if you can't understand them, you, uh, you let us all know so we can...
2: <laughs> um, focus is going to send Butch a message in, in, in his ear. <laughs> Stop that, Fulcus! You think
3: <laughs> I don't know what Is there anything of interest in this little room that Butch ran off to?
0: No, that's an element on the map. Um, okay. Th- this, th- the thing to discover in this space is the flowers.
3: Okay.
1: So, yeah. um, to be honest, I would say um, having a long rest in the ogre cave will probably suck. Um, the flowers; these are pleasant. We've got rations on us. This would be a this would be a good place for a long rest. Uh, we've killed whatever's in here. The ogres won't come down here. I, so, I think we should take a long rest here and then bring the flowers back to the ogres and bring the ogres back to help us do the rest.
2: So I'm I'm, I'm with you on that part there too. But I kind of want a little bit more out of those ogres. And what I mean by that, do you remember that necklace that the Biclops had? I think that thing's something, something special there. I mean, we got leverage uh, now. They don't know that stuff's dead down here. We can come up with the flowers or we can, you know, leverage... A trade, I like maybe. the
1: way you're thinking, Focus. I do. No, we don't know what was around his neck. It could be a severed ear from a werewolf. <laughs> right? No, no offense, sorry. But,
2: but- he was—he had fresh—he had fresh bug bites on him. But he did not have eye rot, sight rot. Dude, you and your eye bright flowers and sight rot, like just like you know, just sight blight and. I wrap flowers, you know. It just keeps getting them all mixed up. You know what,
1: Focus? I I like what you're thinking. I don't know what Ari's thinking, but uh, I think we should sleep on it. You know, have some of our, eat some of our rations. I got a little beer on me. Uh, take a little nap. You do that, that weird thing you do that, that looks like you're floating or something. And um, talk about it in the, well, I can't say morning. Air quotes morning. Yeah. Talk about it when we get
2: up. Sounds good. We'll take a uh, watch. We have a good good position here to, to watch uh, the way that comes in here um, and be relatively safe in here.
1: And I, I pop a cork from one of my uh, you know, flagons of ale and uh, eat some whatever the hard tack or whatever Yeah and uh, <laughs>
2: Was kick my feet back. Was there anything in the pile of mush? Mushes? I'm going near there.
0: The in the slimer in the in the gelatinous cube room.
2: No, oh, the, the, the the mush piles of the gibbering mouthers. Was there oh, anything the, of interest?
0: The creatures. No, no. Take a okay. good you take a good careful look around, and they didn't actually have any inventory or items or anything like I don't know.
3: The the reward is the flowers. I'm all for staying out here, and I think it'll also help if we want to try and deceive. To be like, you know, we were trying to be stealthy. There's things on there we've never seen. And we picked some of these flowers and brought them back to you. So I think it could help in our story the longer we take to get back.
1: That's that's a good idea, too. Um, now, only if you reckon they'll understand what we're talking about. I,
3: they they scare me. I've heard them before, so I think I can I can err again. So, Well,
1: yeah, I'm pretty growly myself.
2: I
3: mean it can also make ourselves look a little bit more bloodied than we are. Let's let's get some sleep in the morning we'll we'll finalize the plan and we I think a long rest here.
1: Okay. I think that's a fantastic idea.
0: bright herbs acquired and monsters defeated, our heroes enjoy a well-earned night's sleep in the depths of the caves behind the Mashag Ogre Mound. These caves supposedly connect into Zulgarub, and if that's true, Butch, Ari, and Falcus have made great progress. The party has some decisions to make tomorrow, but for now, we'll let them sleep and we'll pick it up the next time we queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons Please follow us at twitter.com/heroicdnd where you'll find our players social media info and a link to our discord server